0: Hello and welcome to the iServer podcast series. I'm your host, Alana Margulies-Snyderman, and with me today is Alex Horn, principal at Parallaxis Capital, an alternative investment manager focused on tax receivable agreements. Today, Alex will share with us his outlook for investing in tax receivable agreements, including the greatest opportunities, challenges, and more. Hi, Alex. Thank you so much for being with me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, Alex. So to kick off the conversation, tell us a little about the firm and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah, happy to. Uh, so Parallaxis Capital, we are an investment manager focused on corporate tax as an asset class. And yeah, it's tax, not tech. So not the sexiest asset class out there, um, but it's cliche. There's only two things that are unavoidable in life, and that's death and taxes. Thankfully, uh, we're only... You know, we're only oper- operating in the latter. You know, Parallax, Parallax is Capital, we were founded in 2017. We have $300 million under management and we have acquired nearly $1 billion in total tax receivables since inception. Uh, we offer our investors an uncorrelated cash yielding return and probably one of the few, if not only, strategies that will benefit from a decrease in tax rates. I think first things first, what is a tax receivable agreement or TRA at its core, it's just a long dated cash flow stream. Uh, a great parallel is either farmer royalties or music royalties. Uh, the only thing is there's significantly more competition for Taylor Swift's music catalog uh, versus our TRAs. We are primarily transacting with private equity firms, uh, individuals, Founders and management team members of publicly traded companies. All we're doing uh, is just providing upfront cash in exchange for this long-dated cash flow. And um, while not many people know of TRAs, uh, TRAs are created in approximately 10% of IPOs. And companies that you know uh, a GoDaddy, Ro- Rocket Mortgage, Shake Shack, Planet Fitness. So a number of names that are, you're familiar with, you just didn't know they had a TRA. I think uh, we're a first move in this space. We're really ex- and we're really excited about the opportunity.
0: Great, Alex. And what is your overall outlook for the space? Love to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, yeah so, so we think we're in the early innings. We think the asset will continue to grow and continuously increase adoption from private equity firms. Over the last 5 years, the asset class has grown from 8 billion to 30 billion. And we only we think it's only just beginning. Uh, Private equity is extremely competitive today and will only get more competitive. I think Bain Capital released a study saying there's 3.7 trillion in private equity dry powder. Uh, That's an astounding number. That amount of dry powder, the current interest rate environment, it's only going to get tougher for private equity firms to generate the returns. Uh, We think private equity will put a larger focus on optimizing the value of their tax assets in their portfolio companies. And that's where TRAs or some of these tax assets come into play. If you think about just the evolution of private equity, uh, there's been a variety of different ways or strategies um, that these firms have used to generate value, uh, whether it be leverage, operating advisors, proprietary sourcing Uh, these days, data and technology. uh, We think tax, is an untapped frontier um, for investment firms. Similar to, I would say, transaction liability, uh, reps and warranties were unheard of back in 2000. Today, uh, given all the MA activity, it's hard to find a m transaction without a rep and warranty policy. And we think in tax, uh, there's always an element regardless of the m a transaction. And we think um, it will also become a lot more standardized and popular.
0: Alex, very interesting strategy. What are the, some of the challenges that you face in this space?
1: Yeah, we're, we're basically creating a, a market from scratch. Uh, so there's been a ton of challenges, you know, almost too many to count. Um, but that's both you know, the opportunity and what's really exciting and also really scary at the same time. Uh, we are literally taking something from zero to one. You know, but thankfully, uh, since inception, these have gotten a lot easier. I think our main focus are two things. One, building awareness, and two, building credibility. Uh, First, we are dealing with very sophisticated counterparties. We're dealing with private equity firms, venture capital firms, founders of publicly traded companies. Uh, But even though they're sophisticated, they don't have the domain expertise with respect to tax. An accountant or a lawyer told them, hey, you need to create this agreement. Um, But in reality, they don't know what it is. They don't know the mechanics. They They certainly don't know the value. I remember one story where we talked to a, a VC firm, a, a very well-known firm, and they were basically arguing with us, saying we don't own we don't own this asset. This is a waste of time. Thankfully, everything's publicly filed, uh, so with a couple of clicks, we were able to kind of show them, hey, oh by the way, you do own the TRA. and not only that, it's worth you know upwards of fifty to one hundred million dollars. Yeah, you know, so that that really kind of <laughs> changed the tone of the conversation. Second, you know, it, it's about building credibility. Uh, we are the first move in the space. Uh, I think we're trying to develop a reputation as a transparent, easy to work with counterparty um, that offers speed and certainty. Um, and, and that's been you know crawl, walk, run, and uh, the first couple of deals you know, you're like, what is this asset? Have you ever done any of these deals? Um, But thankfully, you know, we started to build a reputation as kind of the go-to partner. Uh, We've done 50 plus transactions, you know, and deployed over $300 million to the opportunity.
0: Alex, on the other hand, what have been some of the greatest opportunities you've seen in your space?
1: Yeah, so I I think that opportunity just is the word tax. It's misunderstood, it's Mm -hmm. complex. And, you know, ultimately, people just don't want to deal with it. You know, so that's a part of the opportunity just in the industry. Uh, anytime you just mention tax, it has a negative connotation. With respect to our asset, you know, TRAs, uh, we're a long-dated cash flow. We're typically non-core. We're complex. And for our, our counterparties, it's almost easier for them to sell. Uh, we're dealing with private equity firms. And they have finite fund lives that can't hold on to 15 year receivables or with, we're dealing with individuals that don't look 15 years out, um, current market environment, maybe they're looking for liquidity or they just want to clean up their, uh, clean up their assets and they're looking to sell. And so I think for us, um, as Parallaxis, we need to focus on finding the right opportunities at the right price. Um, and thankfully, you know, so far, knock on wood, uh, we haven't seen any impairments or any losses.
0: Alex, we've covered a lot of ground today, and wanted to see if there are any final thoughts you'd like to share with us.
1: Yes, yeah, so ultimately, we want to be the premier firm in the space. Uh, I think we have a good head start, you know, but you know, uh, there's certainly there's certainly going to be more competition over the next five to ten years. Ultimately, as we think this industry will grow and continue to grow significantly, uh, there will be an advantage to be the first to scale. Royalty Pharma is the 800 pound gorilla in the pharmaceutical royalty market. Uh, They are our North Star. Uh, They own 70% market share, have built a $15 billion business. Oh, by the way, with like 40 professionals. Uh, I think that is the goal. Uh, That said, we have a long way to go, Um, but I'm very excited about the journey ahead of us.
0: Alex, I want to thank you so much for sharing your perspective with our listeners.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: And thank you for listening to the Eisner Emperor podcast series. Visit Iseramper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Emperor podcast when we get down to business.